Howdy everyone, this is Jay, Game Master and co-host of Games We Never Play. It's a great day and age to be a gamer. There are so many great RPGs on the market, it's near impossible to try them all. With this podcast, we hope to give you, our listeners, a chance to either discover a new game, learn about a game you haven't yet had a chance to try, or rekindle your appreciation of a game you maybe haven't played in a while. That said, it takes a lot of work to run a podcast, so... If you've enjoyed following us these past months, please consider supporting us on Patreon. We have multiple tiers of support, starting as low as $1 per month. Your support will help us improve our equipment and setup, expand our library, and help us continue releasing content to whet your gaming appetite. Find us at patreon.com gwnp. We hope you enjoy the games we explore and the stories we tell on this podcast. More so, we hope that our sessions inspire you to try new games, tell new stories, and create new experiences for yourself and your fellow players around the gaming table. From the bottom of our hearts, thank you for listening to and supporting Games We Never Play. Hi everyone, and welcome to Games We Never Play, the podcast where we play games off the beaten path. We take games that might be sitting on your shelf or uh, that you might have heard of but have never played, uh, and we play them so that you can get a sense of what they're like and we can have a fun time doing it with friends around the table. My name is Jay Africa, and I am the host slash game master for this uh, second episode of our Kids on Bike actual play. Uh, let's go ahead and introduce our players again and our and their characters as well so let's give everybody your name your character and again just an idea of who your character is so uh starting to my left hi i am jen kretschmer um and i am playing abigail who goes by billy mcphee um she is a um uh what was her class she's a young provider (laughs) um and she's a bit of a tomboy she's obsessed with nightcrawler uh, she takes care of her dad and her little brother. Her mom disappeared or left uh, a couple years back, and they've been sort of struggling ever since. And she does her best to, to help get them by, but it's made some other stuff tough. Uh, I'm Michael Holmes. I am playing Quincy Q. McKenzie. Uh, I am friends with Billy, who also has a fondness for Nightcrawler. Uh, he is the brilliant mathlete who's also a little bit of a social misfit of his own doing. He has a very well-developed sense of bravery, which is actually foolhardiness, but where's the line? <laughs> um, and he is very excited for this next phase of this peculiar adventure we find ourselves on. My name is Stephen Pope, your professional hobbit. I'm playing Nancy Goldscheid, the popular kid. Uh, She wants to be the next Mary Lou Retton, and she is uh, equipped with Daddy's credit card and boundless confidence. (laughs) I'm GM Mace, uh, Jameson playing Ran, uh, star, well not star, second string football player, and uh, twin brother to Q. So, yeah. Upcoming star. Upcoming star. Yeah. Rising star. Wannabe star. Hey, everyone is at one point. Uh, When we last left the kids... They had just returned to school after a long winter break. Um, the snow had still uh, the snow was still covering the ground, and uh, they were interacting with various other kids at their school, um, figuring out you know what to how to how to be around each other uh, this upcoming school year. Um, they had just heard of a truck crash off the freeway, maybe a few miles from their school. And Billy and Q, the um, uh, sort of outsiders that they are, decided that they would try to investigate. Nancy, seeing them through the window, decided she wanted to follow because she has something of an interest in Q. And Ren, who um, has is, an interest in lunch, yeah, 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 one of the one of the cool kids like Nancy and interested in her uh, in her lunch for bulking up, uh, decided he would follow along. The four kids uh, walked away from school, managed to um, get themselves away from school, uh, upon which Billy and Q ended up finding a small child, um, inappropriately dressed from the cold, in the woods by their school. They followed the child into the woods, uh, with Nancy and Ran uh, Ran following them as well, uh, revealing their presence to them. 
and they discovered that the child was not necessarily from around the area, not from their hometown. And as they were trying to learn more about this child, uh, a black-clad figure crashed through the trees. Um, it was tackled by Rand, who discovered that there was something more to this figure as well as a spectral image arose from the body. Um, grabbing the suit, the kids tore through the woods, uh, the spectral creature in tow, and they decided to ruin the suit. They destroyed the suit. Rand took a rock to an electrical panel that was attached to it. And when that happened, the creature seemed to stop pursuing them, and they discovered that inside the suit were skeletal remains and nothing else. Creepy. Mm -hmm. So it's, I said Freddy Krueger, I said it's a joke, but oh, oh my God, it's totally slasher movie rules. Oh God. Oh God. I mean, this, wow. What what are we going to do? Kid, the child, um, looks up at you and says, Mama, Papa. Oh, no, I didn't kill this kid's kid. P- parents, did I? He turns it to you and he, he shakes his head. He like, it looks like he's, you know, he's got some clarity in his brain. He's understanding what you're saying, at least. And he says, No, the tethered come after Mama and Papa and me. They keep us trapped. Where you are right now, what is it like? He says, I am here with you, but I am also with my mama and my papa in the dark. Are you a ghost? He doesn't seem to understand the question. Are are you alive or are you dead? He says, I don't know. I don't know where I am. Where's the last place you remember being? He says, I don't remember. I have always been in the dark. My mama and papa tell me stories of the village, but not much beyond that. What do they tell you about the village? He says, How they sailed across the sea for a new life. How they built the village with their own hands. How they raised me there. And then how everything was destroyed. Where are your parents? Takes it underground. Closes his eyes. The child closes his eyes. And all of a sudden, there's a little something in your head. It's it's a it's it's at first a voice, then an image, then another sound, then merely a sensation. And in this image, you see the woods flashing by you. Uh, and there is a sense of fear that accompanies this. And when the vision sort of settles and stops, there is a truck on the side of the road. The um trailer is flipped over the back is open the truck itself seems to have come undone from the trailer and is off to the side of the road there is a trail of some sort leading into the woods as if stuff was taken out of the truck and dragged back into the woods and you can tell that the lighting is a little off like the lighting in this particular scene is not of the time of day that you're standing now Uh, it looks like it was dark at the time um, maybe, uh, maybe just before, maybe just like before dawn, before the sunrise is coming up. After that, the image is just gone. And the boy looks again towards the freeway and points. Okay. Uh, Nancy stands up, brushes off some imaginary spots on her, uh, pants. Okay. We're going to the freeway. Uh, okay. 
What just happened? I said we're going to the freeway. Oh, yes, ma'am. I am demanding. It is a flaw of mine. Absolutely. <laughs> um, the boy Billy, says, are you coming? I'm coming. The child says, um, There is another of the tethered. Okay, where? And he, same thing, he kind of like points towards that direction too. Well, it's not that hard to take care of. I don't know exactly where. Well, I mean... But they are, they are close. We got lucky with the first one. You sucker punched it. Lucky? It came after us. I charged it. I, I tackled it. Well, let's hope you got enough fighting you for another one, Incredible Hulk. I don't know what that is. You know what the Incredible Hulk is. We used to watch it at Grandma's house. Big so green guy. Like the giant, right? Kinda. He's on the beans. No. <laughs> Nancy, Nancy, what's your idea once we get to the freeway? Look, Billy and I, we were just going to go check out this wreck. I don't know how to defeat whatever the heck a tethered is. Oh, and you think I do? Well, you're leading the way, are Yeah, because we have... Look, this kid keeps bringing up the thing that happened on 90, okay? We get him back to whatever happened on 90, and we wash our hands of this, and I'm not... So it's that way? Yes. I start marching off towards it. Okay. Yo, hello. Or, yo. Sorry, that's not exactly. That's the 90. <laughs> yo, check it. You're ahead of your time. <laughs> Sorry. Let's wrap. Earth to Nancy. And I go up to the kid and I kind of swish my hands. Oh, sorry. Headphones. And swap the That's mic. not good for the kid yeah. or the mic. Uh, you know, swish my hands through him and watch my hands pass through him. I don't know what's going on here. I don't know how to fix this. The and child himself. Like, when you do that, you know, it, it looks surprised. It looks like it just doesn't comprehend what's going on, and it backs away a little bit. Look, I spent most of my elementary school years, and Nancy's kind of going to glance over at Billy because she did this with Billy a lot, sneaking into a bunch of horror movies that I was way too young to see. So, like, basic Horror movie rules, okay? You take the dead thing back to where it belongs, and then you're done, okay? And you try not to get stabbed. Preferably not by knives. Or a big sword. I don't... No, I don't like those movies. You guys watch some weird stuff. Come on, kid. Let's go. Um, the boy will, uh... Do you have a name? Jacob. Jacob. That's that's a good old-timey name. The boy kind of, like, looks at you like... You know, not comprehending again. Same thing. Like the mention of a, the mention of a, of 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 like another person seems to spark something, but that quickly like fades away. You are walking towards ninety, towards the freeway, and the boy is. Um, I should say highway. Actually, now that I think about it, ninety's never been a freeway. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> of course. Yeah, I wouldn't know. The uh, the yeah, I know. If we have listeners out there in the Western Massachusetts area, hello. I'm Look, doing what I can. Um, you're, you're striving for verisimilitude, and I applaud you for it. <laughs> now, this that location is very near and dear to my heart. So, you start marching through the woods. Uh, the boy, alternating between leading the way and um, nestling himself back into your group for comfort. Uh, it what do is... you know about the tethered? He says, They... Have been with us for many years. But there was a time in the dark when they were not around. They watch over me and Mama and Papa and the rest of the villagers. Wait, they're good? No. They keep us from moving on. They that's not watching over. That's imprisoning. Um, the child shrinks when you mention that. Like, the experience is too real. And there's almost this gesture of trying to get close to you. And then it realizes that it can't. Or he realizes that he can't. He says, I don't know where the rest of the villagers are now. 
It's just me and Mama and Papa. We just know where you are. You don't know where your Mama and your Papa are? He says, I don't know where this is. I have never been here. I haven't seen the sky and trees in so long. The sun is starting to set at this point. It's taking you, you know, a good chunk of time to walk through the woods. And the light snowfall has gotten steadily heavier, but it doesn't impede you, nor does it impede your vision. Um, The sun is beginning to kiss the horizon as you continue on towards the freeway. And once you reach a certain point in the woods, the child stops and gazes intently, or intensely rather, up ahead. What's wrong? He says, They are here, Mama and Papa. They're close. Oh, good. They are afraid. What are they afraid of? He says, I don't know. The tethered. But something else. Let's go check it out then. Okay. Moving forward a little bit more, as the light starts to fade, you see signs of uh, what appear to be electrical lights just beyond the trees ahead of you. Uh, there seem to be shadows moving in front of that light, and so there's activity. But you can't, at this point, it's sort of uh, past a rise in the land, and you can't quite tell what's going on up ahead. The child is advancing, but is advancing very, very cautiously, very carefully, almost fearfully. I think I'm follow, following suit. I'm going to go with you. I want to see what this is, but after fighting that thing in the suit, I'm definitely kind of scared. Okay. Um, at this point, as you push forward, I would like everybody to please, let's see. In this case, I think it's going to be a brains check as you try to figure out a path that will let you get through the woods quietly, unnoticed. Oh, dear. I got a 15. Okay, oh, that's quite geez. good. Look at the big brains on this guy. I got a crit fail. Oh. Oh, okay. All on right. a 20? On a 10. Okay. I'm a 5. 5? 2. 2. Okay. Um. So, let's see. Actually, Q and Billy, you both succeed. You're able to uh, make your way through the woods um, unhindered and silently, about as silently as you can. Uh, but Nancy and Ran, um, you two, tell you what, why don't each of you tell me how either on your own or together uh, you did something that may have caught attention? Okay. Um, <clears throat> I think that Ran definitely isn't necessarily scared of this thing. Heck, whatever is out there, if it's people, that's fine. He can handle people. He beat whatever that thing was in the woods, so he's just going to kind of charge forward without thinking of being stealthy oh okay all right fantastic now nancy what about you um i almost lost my footing on a rock and kind of started freaking out a little and i actually let out a little bit of a shriek a little bit of a yelp a little bit of a yelp okay all right uh each of you are going to receive an adversity point oh Could you cool please pass that back you can use those to augment rolls uh when you spend that um you can add one to whatever roll you're making uh, and you can get as many, like, for every failure that you you uh, you incur, you incur an adversity point as well. Oh, okay. So, you learn from those failures. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, now, also, uh, earlier on before this game, I gave you a couple of cards with some question marks on it. Each of you know what is on one side of these cards facing you, and the rest of you don't. These are actually aspects that you can apply to the child. And what's going to happen now, uh, one of the things that that, uh, that uh, Kids on Bikes allows is that you take control of what's called a power character. And this character is shared by the table 
Um, sometimes I may have some things that the, I want the power character to do, but you're also more than welcome to try to take control of the or to take control of the narrative using one of these aspects. So when you decide um, one of these aspects can come into play, um, flip that card around so that everybody else can see it, or like flatten the card so that everybody else around the table can see it, and then let me know how you would like to use that particular aspect. One of you has an aspect that is a little bit above ordinary. And when you want to use that aspect, it's a power that the child will need to use. And so when we get to that point, we will see how that power mechanic works. Um, before I inevitably get just sucker punched by the plot sure. for a crit failure, mm -hmm. I would actually like to activate my power. Absolutely. What have you got? So Jacob now has the ability to communicate telepathically. Oh, cool. Hey. And I want him to use that to reach out to his parents and act as sort of like a midpoint between them and Q. Because Q is the one who's had the most interaction with them. Okay, fantastic. Let's see. So you're having the child do that now at this point? He, I believe this is like a good position for that, yeah. Okay, all right. So you've, you've kind of made your yelp. Nothing has, uh, nothing has um, reacted at this point in time. Um, but you do see that again the, the shadows are kind of moving over there and the shadows seem to have disappeared from view from the lights between the lights and you uh, you how, how would you like to ask what would you like to how would you like to express that to the child to Jacob uh, express my yeah I want like him to do the thing yeah 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 um, after falling I kind of skinned my knee a little but I'm really grateful it's nothing worse I get up um, Jacob Jacob, um, can you talk to your mom and dad now? Um, Jacob closes his eyes and he focuses for a few seconds. And when he opens up his eyes again, he says, They are there. I can reach them, but not easily. And... When Jacob says that, he closes his eyes again. You feel, again, that sort of presence in your mind. And then you hear the sound of um, uh, a man and a woman. Um, they both seem to be sobbing, wailing, uh, calling out. Um, sometimes they just call out for help. Sometimes they just call out for somebody. And sometimes they call out for Jacob. They're torturing. They're torturing them in there. We should go kick their butts and uh, get them out. Well, you're not there. You're marching ahead of all of us. Okay. Remember? Ooh. Yeah, that's true. Are you? So you're plowing ahead. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say that it doesn't take very much for you to notice. Well, now you did hear Nancy squeal as well. Mm -hmm. Um, are you staying together or are you sort of spreading out I'm, apart? I, I like I'm do? protective, like so this? I will stay with Jacob. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm sticking close to Jacob. You're too. sticking close. Okay. So uh, all of you, are, uh, let's see, the three of you, Nancy, Q, and Billy, are sticking close together. Ran, you're sort of charging ahead. Uh, you do hear that they have paused for a moment. Uh, what's going on? Freeway's that way, right? Highway. So am I hearing Jacob's parents? Or? Uh, sort of, like just in your head. This time it's not physical. Like you could actually hear Jacob in your ears right. as well as sort of echoing slightly in your mind. In this case, it's just in your mind. Um, well, then I'm going to activate my power. Okay. Uh, able to see confusing glimpses of the future. Okay. So as these voices are ping-ponging around my skull, I, I want to see if we can get a flicker of what's on the other side of the lights and the okay. shadows and, and what possibly awaits us. Sure, absolutely. So in this case, uh, I'm going to go ahead and give you control of uh, Jacob. Okay. Uh, roll 2d4. Just depending, uh, the way this works is, uh, I'm going to set a difficulty number. You're going to subtract your total from that difficulty number. Okay. Um, hold on for one second. Let me make sure of I'm course. getting this. Yeah, let yeah, me yeah. make sure I'm getting this right. Okay, so you want to invoke the, uh, the uh, you want to invoke Jacob's aspect of being able to see um, confusing glimpses of the future. Uh, that is actually going to require uh, an actual little bit of power. So the way these powers work, you get a certain number of, uh, I believe it's called psychic energy. And in this case, I'm going to give you six. 
Okay. Whenever you want to use that ability for something that I think uh, takes a little more effort than usual, mm-hmm. um, you get to spend one point. Okay. You need to spend one point uh, at which you would roll 2d4, and I'm going to set a difficulty number. You subtract your roll from that difficulty number, and if the result is zero or lower, mm-hmm. the effect succeeds. If it's higher, uh, the effect fails, or you can spend another psychic energy point, another PE point, to augment the roll by one. Okay. okay. Um, this roll cannot be augmented by um, adversity points, and so you know just keep that in mind whenever you're trying to invoke. When you run out of um, psychic energy, very bad things happen to this character, okay. to the character using it. Okay, so um, why don't you go ahead and uh, roll 2d4 as Jacob you know, stretches out his consciousness. Mm-hmm. Uh, what'd you get? I got a four. Okay, all right. Um, that actually succeeds. Uh, Jacob closes his eyes. And as uh, he reaches out, he also kind of touches your minds with what he sees. Um, At first, you see a scene, and it's sort of like a camera swooping by along, along, you know, uh, uh, an environment. Uh, You see a scene, there appear to be what what look like long metal boxes. There's about five of them. Uh, There is the sound of a voice, somebody speaking. All of a sudden, off in the distance, there's this squeal, and the voice stops. And then all of a sudden, there are two shadows that erupt from one of the cases that fill Jacob with this incredible, horrible fear. And then the image disappears in, as, he, as, he, as he panics. What, what's wrong? What, what happened? I don't know, but I've got a really bad feeling about what's on the other side of that ridge. Um, let's see. Uh, Ran, you are furthest along. Mm-hmm. You're, you're actually pretty close to the rise. And all of a sudden, a voice starts to... This is a physical one. Uh, a voice fills your ears. You, you hear somebody just off in the distance saying, I, I think I heard somebody nearby. No, no, I, I haven't seen anybody. The, the cops have been keeping everything away from the wreck. I told them to keep everything away from the wreck, to keep like a good radius away from here, all right? Sold them some story about toxic waste being transported. No. No, 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 no. Everything is stable right now. One of them seems to have gotten away. I sent one of the. Uh, I've sent one of the. I sent one of the tethered off to get him. No, listen. I have to check this out, okay? And it seems like this voice is talking to somebody on another mm-hmm. line, and he says, uh, uh, "You." The, the the last thing you hear is, um, uh, "I have to go take a look. Don't worry. The area is secure. The caskets are secure. Everything's going to be fine. All right. Just get clean up out here as quickly as you can." Slink, slink, slink. Moving back. Yep. <clears throat> okay. Um, kind of hearing this, how would you like to? Uh, how would you like to act on the situation? Okay, I got good news. You weren't too far ahead. You were able to get back there just fine. What's up? Uh, there's a guy up there. He can control the the things. The tethered. Yeah, those guys. Um, and he said something about caskets, and he's got it under control, and there's no toxic waste. So that's a relief. Caskets? Yeah, but there's no toxic waste. How is that better? There's none to worry about. Caskets? Yeah. Jacob tethered. Uh Uh-huh, yeah, that's what I said. There's plenty to worry about then. But not toxic waste. (laughs) Jacob, this is going to be a weird question, but where do you and your mama and your papa sleep? He says... In the boxes, cold and dark. Okay. Vampires. Awesome. I know they're not vampires. Stop looking He's out like in the that. daytime. He's not a vampire. And you know, like he reaches out again, and you see that image that he saw. Like it's in his memory now of those boxes, kind of scattered on the ground. So what do we do? Do we have to get the boxes, or I don't know, destroy we, them, or that's where his mama and his papa are. We can't just leave them. So we should sneak in. All right. Jacob, what do you want us to do here? Do you want us to... How can we help you? He says, Please, 
I just want to be with my mama and papa. Keep me safe until I can see them again. We will. I, I promise. Alright, so we should sneak in, right? I mean... Unless either of you have a better idea. I don't idea. see another way. As um, you stand there deliberating, trying to figure out what to do, you hear the crunch of footsteps. I turn and between, around. you know, and that light shining up over the rise, you see, again, a shadow. Uh, at first large, you know, as if it's close to the light, then getting further and further away. And that sound, that crunching, seems to be heading up to that rise. You're not sure if they know you're there. Like where you are, you're, you're, you're not sure if whoever's approaching knows where exactly you are. But they're they're coming closer. I'm gonna again stand between Jacob and the, where the crunching is, just to make sure he's being protected. Okay. All right. Wait, I have an idea. Uh, and I take my Walkman out. And I press play <laughs> on the cassette. It's all right. Uh, and I toss it way in the other direction from where we are. Okay. And this is the kind of Walkman where there's like a speaker built into the back. Right? Yeah. 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 So you, could, you don't necessarily need the headphones. Playing I love it. The sixth song off R.E.M.'s album Document. That's a little Easter egg for you people out there. <laughs> Came out in 1987. The, uh, the, um, the, uh, Sorry, Bride. the wonderful sure. tones of Michael Stipe, like, flings through the trees and all of a sudden that crunching uh you see a figure uh run up up onto that rise but it doesn't seem to be looking your way it is looking to where that sound goes uh the figure is holding what appears to be a pistol in their hand it runs off in the direction i mean you know what do me a favor yeah make me a uh make me a brawn check please (laughs) oh jeez just want to see how far you got to throw this thing away Oh, okay, wow. Uh, you managed to fling it through an opening in the trees, and it lands a good distance away from you, at least enough to keep this person busy for a while. Okay. And so, I... yeah, we just saw the exploding dice mechanic. And nice. I just signaled everybody to go, go, go. Okay, all right. Um, so what are you all doing? What, what, uh, I mean, are you all going to run for the rise? Are you going to check this guy out or, you know? Run for the rise. Oops. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. We got to go for the rise. You all, you all sort of um, uh, roadie run up to the rise. And before you, what appears is a rudimentary campsite of sorts, I guess. Uh, off in the distance through the trees, you see the hulk of that truck that had crashed just past the freeway. And it seems like these contents had been dragged through the trees. You see a trail on the snow, bro- you know, trail on the ground, broken branches. Totally and staged. Yeah, yeah. And whatever these things were, uh, they had gotten pulled out. Uh, pulled out. There, there is a collection of, uh, actually now you see six metal caskets. Um, three of them, uh, two, excuse me, two of them have, uh, these sort of blinking green lights on them. Uh, two of them have blinking blue lights, and then two of them have a red light. You also see, um... What order are the lights in? Uh, let's see, so it's, uh, two blue, I'm sorry, two green, and then, uh, next to those, two blue... Uh, next to that, the two red. It was in the order that it mentioned. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, there also appears to be a um, uh, uh, like uh, a, a small chair that has been set up, and next to the chair there is a crate with what appears to be a portable computer on top of it. Wow. Yeah, my eyes get wide. Like wow, a portable computer. Yeah. You know, and it's this big it hulking chunk of plastic it's tiny it's practically a portable desktop not so much a laptop right right right, right. yeah <laughs> uh with this tiny little you know uh um uh it's a black and orange screen. yeah exactly yeah. yeah yeah precisely uh and it looks like it looks like somebody was here recently i mean you know there was that one person you don't see signs of anybody else what would you like to do how would you like to approach you, you know the sounds of rem are still kind of like echoing off in the woods um, hey Jacob, do you know which of the boxes was yours? Uh, he says, "Those are my mama's and papa's," and he points to the ones with the blue lights. Okay. All right, I want to get a closer look. Is it like a lock? Um, you know what? From where you are, you can actually see the boxes pretty well. They look like metal boxes. 
Um, there are no locks. They're sealed. They look like they're sealed all around them. Um, inside, on like one side of the box, like one end of the box, just, you know, the, the, the lights are sort of blinking towards the middle. And on one end of the box, the box, the end farthest away from you, there appear to be little windows that peek into the box. And right now I'm going to say that you're still, you know, maybe about 30 feet away on the, on the rise. I slowly walk up and I peek in. Nancy, Nancy. Okay. All right. Um, are you going to just approach or are you going to try to do this stealthily as well? Stealthy. Stealthily? Okay. I don't um, trust R.E.M. to save our bacon forever. Now, in this case, because it is a wide open space, uh, I will have you choose which which applicable stat you would like to use. Like, how would you like to approach this? I feel like this would be brains or flight. Hmm. Um, let's make it a flight check. And I'm going to say that if you're trying to be quiet, because this is sort of, it, it's in the woods, but it is in a clearing kind of out in the open. Uh, I'm going to say that it's actually going to be about a six. Oh, I got an 11. Nice. 11. Okay, all right. Uh, you creep unsurely towards, which box are you creeping to? What light or one with no lights? Well, actually, I'm going to go towards the blue one. Okay. But I'm going to notice some, like, uh, sticks and rocks and things that would make noise. Yeah. I'm going to flip over them. You're, oh my oh, gosh! Okay, I'm skilled at gymnastics. And, and, wow, and I love it. You I love hear it. very quietly. Show off. That's that's awesome. Okay, so yeah, yeah, you you pay attention. I mean, you know, you, you're able to uh, you're able to um, you know do cartwheels and front flips uh, through the woods uh, through that that thirty feet of space, and you make it to one of these uh, steel caskets. You know, looking looking at the blue light. Everybody's just like, whoa, Josh. I absolutely drop. stick the landing. Except for Billy. Yeah. He's like, I like, roll. I love it. Yeah, you stick the landing and you're like ready for anything when you land. Um, you go up to one of the blue boxes and you peek in the window. Yeah. Inside, you just it's 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 the window is actually it's it's pretty small. And with the waning light, it's difficult to see what's inside. You put your hand up to the glass to kind of block out ambient light. And you're surprised when you see what appears to be a desiccated human face staring back at you. Its eyes, um, no, non-existent, just they're empty eye sockets, skin taut against a skeletal face. Um, what appears to be uh, some sort of light greenish liquid encasing it. I stagger back and kind of cover my mouth again, try not to shriek okay then you you'll see me like visibly swallow like nope nope okay and I'm sure like motioning to you like what what and just as you're as you're sort of doubled over see that the box has a little plate on one end and on that plate it says agatha miller okay um and this thing is locked this corpse is locked up in the box, right? It looks like it. You don't see any kind of opening, not 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 even any kind of mechanism. I look up at three of them, and I kind of stick my arms out directly in front of me and let my tongue flop out a little. <laughs> Frankenstein? Zombies. Oh. And then I point inside the box. What would the rest of you like to do? Again, whoever is investigating hasn't yet come back. Jacob, the, the village that you live in, how many people are there? How many people were there? He says, I don't remember. Many. Families. Children. Okay. I think we know where your mama and your papa are, but do we have to take you back where they are? Can we show you? And he nods his head, like, enthusiastically. guessing that's a please to the first part we have to take him there just just follow where i jumped okay what and we do okay so yeah you're going you're you're pushing through closing that gap do we want to look at the computer first yeah 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 yeah. okay so who's going where at this point i'm I'm gonna look at the computer computer you're the only one who like has taken a class. I'm the elite hacksaw here. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. Billy, what about you? Where are you headed? I'm going to be with Jacob and head toward the... The, the box. The boxes, yeah. Okay. While, uh, while Q 
goes to the computer. And ran. I'm going to keep you? a lookout for <clears throat> that person, whoever they were, to see if they start coming back. Are you, you're going to stay back to where you are while everybody else goes forward? Yeah. As we go, I want to sort of do my best to kind of prepare Jacob for what he might see here. Okay, sure, because, sure. Because, look, I don't know that what's in there is going to be good. It might be scary. But just remember that, you know, it's okay and we'll make sure that you're protected and safe. Jacob gazes up at you. And again, you see him make a motion like he wants to be close. And he can't. Um, Billy and Q. I would like each of you to either make a brains or a flight check, please. Uh, again, this is going to be... Um, because it's out in the open, it is going to be a difficulty of six. Okay, I'm going with brains. And if you have adversity points, if anybody has an adversity point, you can actually spend that for your friends if you need to. It won't get me there. Yeah, I I flubbed that. Okay. Ah, Um, Q, what did you get? I got a 14. A 14. Q, uh, you make it to the computer. We'll start with you. You You make it to the computer, and it is a pretty impressive thing. Uh, you notice that there are, um, uh, several names on there. There is the name Agatha Miller, Jacob Miller, and Thomas Miller. Thomas and Agatha, they have a little star by their names. Um, by Jacob's name, there is the word failure. In addition to that, there are also two other names. They're just A, B, and C. Uh, one of them says... Um, one of them says, uh, 50% stable. The other one below it says 25% stable. And then the one below that says failure on it as well. This is, this is what you're able to grab, like quickly dashing over and, and taking a glance at it. Um, uh, Billy, tell me, tell me what happens. Tell me how, well, it would have been nice if Nancy had walked like a normal person and showed me what twigs not to step on. Okay. So I walk over and realize that there it's all twigs that are going to crack. Sure, and sure. And I am not dexterous the way Nancy is. Okay. I can't flip over them. Okay, no worries. You do your best, but there is a crack underneath your, you know, underneath your feet. You're going to get an adversity token for that as well, which you can spend uh, in a future roll. Um, and um, you all freeze. You know, again, Michael Stipe's voice echoing through the woods, and then it stops, and it is just silent with just the sounds of you know what cars are passing by on the freeway. At you know this time of day, it's not super traveled, so it is pretty quiet around you. And then all of a sudden, there is crunching through the woods, far off still. You've got some moments to react before you know this person is upon you again. What would you like to do? Guys, they're coming. I mean, I've already made the noise, so I gotta go. Sure. Okay. All right. Uh, so you run off to the um, to the uh, chamber with Jacob. Or to those to those boxes with Jacob, which one are you going to? Um, I guess the the ones he indicated were his parents. Okay, all right. Um, looking over, you're standing by where Nancy is now. Nancy, are you going to say anything as uh, Billy and the child approach you? Uh, um, I think these are his parents, and I, I think um maybe we, there's some buttons or something. I don't I don't know. And there's this goop stuff. I. Hmm, okay. Uh, Jacob, he, uh, he approaches the boxes at well, as well, and then, w- without any kind of hesitation, he throws himself onto his mother's box, into Agatha's box. It seems to, nothing seems to happen. He just kind of, like, is on top of it, and he starts calling out, Mama! Mama! And then, Jacob, like, slamming on Jacob, the, you know, there's, there's, no, there's no sound of his fists hitting the box, and then the same thing. He kind of rolls over, and you're trying to calm him uh, down. Okay, I'm going to take him over to the box that has his name on it. Okay, all right. Um, he goes over to the box, and he says, No, I don't want to go into the dark. Wouldn't that put you back with your mama and papa? No, no, no. This, I think the goo stuff is turning them into, like, that thing we fought. Well, fought, air quotes. Like, I think Billy got out. I mean, not Billy. Jacob... Jacob got out, and that's why, and I point to the thing that says failure. Um, sure, absolutely, absolutely, okay. Okay, so how do we open these? 
I don't know. Do you got a big rock? No. Okay. Uh, and I start pressing buttons. You start pressing buttons, like, on the computer itself? or Because uh, uh, the boxes don't really... I mean, it's just the window, the light, and then the little metal plate. With the oh, okay. I thought they, were, they had little buttons Jacob, on them. Jacob, how yeah. did you get out? Um, He says... I don't know. He says... There was a loud noise. And then... I was free. Is it better being out of the box? Yes. Can can you can you hack the system? Ran? Can he what the what? What hack what do you need? Can you can the numbers in the thing? Oh, I think okay. I'm about to get hacking. in a lot of trouble, so tell mom and dad I'm sorry about the walkman, okay? From a distance. Who's there? Hey. Uh and then Matthew Broderick in war game style. Yeah. <laughs> I like crack my fingers and, you know, do an intricate number of keystrokes that end in backslash open. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, let's see. Let's <laughs> see. Let's see. Sesame. Yeah. I, I imagine is, you're going to want to roll that for is, that. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know what? Let's, let's, you can either use a brains roll mm-hmm. to try to, um, you know, just, just brute force hack your way through. Or, narratively, you could technically use a grit roll because this is a lot of high pressure, mm-hmm. and that might affect like how well you perform in this as well. I'm sorry. Narratively, I've got to do a grit roll. So, now, this is going to be, who oh boy, um, you're pretty intelligent. I mean, you know your way around computers. You know, you've had experience with that. You probably had the most experience around everybody. But I'm going to say that it's actually going to be an eight. Whew. Okay. It's possible. It's, it is possible, mathematically. On a D10. Yes. On a D10. Yes. Okay, I'll measure the point. Okay, points in. All right, so that adds three. Uh-huh. Yes. Six. Oh, no. Wait, you got a six when you did an yeah. eight, right? That's, well, no, wait, uh, that's it... with the points. Okay. Oh, you got a three on the die? Yeah. yeah. Okay, all right, all right. Um, right. Let's see. Uh, as you uh, as your hands travel, you think you're getting a sense of how it works. It's actually really simple. It's just a bunch of yes-no commands, but there are a bunch of terms that you're not exactly sure what they are. Mm-hmm. Um. You believe you found the combination that will open mm-hmm. the boxes, uh, and there seems to be some sort of transmitter or transponder that's like sending a signal out to these things, and that's monitoring them. Okay. Uh, when that happens, the lights on the two green ones blink off, and then all of a sudden, A and B, which was stable at 50% and stable at 25%, it says failure. Um, there is this sudden chill and this sort of (sighs) that rises up as these spectral figures come out of those boxes. Um, they look different from the initial figure that you saw before, a little more solid, like maybe, uh, you know, they have maybe a stronger tie to the environment around them. And when they stand up, again, with this sort of disjointed, weird motion, they look around, and they see you, and they start approaching you. I'm going to activate my power, which Uh is blank. That's the wild card. Do I need Um, to hand off these PowerPoints to her, by the way? Sure, yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see. So there's a Sharpie if you want to write that out. Okay. Uh, What would you like to do? Which is that Jacob can communicate with the tethered. Ooh, okay. Fantastic. Fantastic. And what would Jacob like to say? Um, that we are here to help. Hmm, okay. And and free the people who are trapped to release them. Okay. Um, let's see. That is going to require a PowerPoint because these things are approaching very, very maliciously. Like, they have ill intent towards you. Uh, so go ahead and roll the 2d4... Um, and remember that you can augment with PowerPoints. I'm going to say that this is going to be a pretty tough one to... Oh, you might you want me to augment this? this um, might not be a bad idea. Yeah, we've got five. How many should I throw in? At least one. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say that... I'm going to say that this is going to be actually... I'm going to say this is going to be seven. Then maybe two. So now, just to clarify, she's going to roll... The two D four, and then the powerpoints. Is she rolling an additional D six? No, for no, each no. Of those? The powerpoints will actually, um, because we're subtracting the two D four from from the difficulty. the difficulty number. This will augment that by subtracting an additional. What is it? Two. 
Yeah, or we're going to use two. Two? Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah, they're just static. So, two ones. Okay. let's do the 2d4 first. So, we have four. Uh-huh. So, that brings us down to uh, uh, to three. Three, yeah. And then... And No, you don't roll them. You just oh, spend them. Yeah, I'm sorry. So, that's five and six. Uh, do you have another point that you can spend? We do. Yeah. We do. We do. Yeah. Okay, would you like to spend it, or would you like to save it for another situation? I think situation? you should. Spend okay, it. let's spend it. Okay, yeah. all right. Uh, Jacob, you see Jacob's figure... Um, uh, concentrate, focus as hard as you have seen him be able to. His form actually starts to flicker a little bit, and you feel again this coldness and this this this. Uh, you in particular, Billy, since you've been so close to him, you feel this sort of like vitality draining from you, like what he's doing is affecting you in that way. Um, but eventually, the the figures stop, and they turn to look at Jacob, and then they turn to look at you. And they stand there, the, 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 their heads kind of like cocked to the side, like all of a sudden they're confused and don't know what's going on. Jacob, can you have them help protect us? Um, Jacob says, um, I can try. I have reached them. That's good. That's very, very good. Well done. Uh, and at about that point, a figure runs up onto the top of the hill. And he says, kids, what are you kids doing here? I throw a snowball. You throw a snowball at him? Yeah. Okay. I, I see what he's doing. Uh-huh. I pick up a snowball. I throw it at Ran. So I, I try, I'm trying my to goal make is it to make like it look you're... like we're having a snowball oh, fight. Like okay. we're playing That's fantastic. in this area. All right. I love it. I love it. Uh, let's see. Nancy, uh, please make me a fight roll. Oh, boy. And it's going to be against... Uh, <laughs> it's going to be against... Um, uh, you know what? I'm yeah, yeah. It's gonna be yes. it's gonna be a flight roll, a fight roll. All right. Uh, my fight exploded. Yeah. Oh. All right. So I got a six because it exploded, and I get a plus one because I'm the only teen. Okay. So that's a total oh, wait, no, of seven. You're a teen too. All right. Uh, I rolled a five. <laughs> so not great. Um, but I see. but I did beat it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, the snowball hits this figure in the face, and he kind of actually plummets back. Uh, onto his back. Um, let's see. I have a good arm. You throw a snowball over at... Um, at Ran. At Ran? Uh, oh. are you, I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, he's right there. Are you going to try to avoid it or... No, I, I was more focused on that on. guy. I, was like, yeah. sure. I figure Ran is the most likely to retaliate. Okay. And so get get the ruse going. Sure. Uh, it smacks you right into right in the head, and you're like, <laughs> "What is going on? What happened? What just? Why? Why are snowballs getting? Ugh. You start throwing snowballs when all of a sudden there is this." And those figures spring to life, and they um, start to glide towards the figure that had come up over the rise. When I see that, I turn to Q. Do your thing. Do the ha- do the hacking. Do the, the 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 axing. I don't know what it is. Just do the thing. I'm afraid of no ghost. Okay. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and make another brains, another grit roll. Uh, this time you've got some idea of what's going on. Let's mm-hmm. uh, here. So I'm going to say that that is going to take a five. Okay. I'm gonna roll my brains die. Okay. All right. It's bigger, and since I know what's going on. Now. Sure. Seventeen. Okay. Nice. Uh, with a seventeen. Nineteen. Sorry. Oh, Whoa. even nicer. Okay. Even better. Uh, you figure out. Um, you figure out the. Uh, uh, you figure out those last little nuances of this computer that you had not. You know that you weren't able to capture last time. Uh, and when that happens, um, the lights, the two uh, blue lights, flicker off, and then the same thing. Uh, Agatha and Thomas failure. Um, when. Once all of the uh, the, light, the 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 lights indicate as failure, um, it says um, uh, the computer says um, critical state shutting down. And so you see that uh, uh, there's this little countdown that's kind of happening on the panel. It's going you know thirty, twenty nine, twenty eight, twenty seven. Uh, uh, guys, guys. Yeah. Uh, we got a countdown. Oh, uh, we should run. Probably running's well. good. I like running. As you're about to run, there is this bright light. That flashes just out of your peripheral vision as you're sort of watching. Two figures <laughs> appear out of the two caskets. Um, you must be Jacob's mommy and daddy. He's a really good kid. Um, Thomas turns to you. The figure that you know as Thomas turns to you and says, We are free. He did a really good job. And then Agatha says, Jacob, come here. 
and Jacob runs off, you know, like uh, approaches uh, who the figures that appear to be his parents. Um, there is this. Coming from the rise where the two other specters had attacked the other figure, and you see that their figures are just spasming and have and 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 uh, flickering in and out of existence. Can you release them? I can try. Um, before you can do anything else, the figures just vanish. There's this sort of remaining lingering echo. Where did they go? I don't know. Maybe to hell? We should probably get out of here. Agreed. Agnes says, They have moved on. Just like we are able to now. They open their arms. And they all embrace one another. And, you know, you're awestruck by this. And you're just sort of watching this and like, unfold in front of you. Seeing a kid get reunited with his whole family, like a tear rolls yeah. down Billy's cheek, and she's like, have a nice time. Jacob turns to all of you and says, I will always remember you. And by this time, you're not hearing them as much in your ears anymore, as much as you're hearing them in your minds. The echo of their voices as Thomas and Agnes thank you starts to fade away, and you see that they themselves are beginning to fade away. And the last thing that you're able to hear is them saying, Jacob, thank you for helping us. We are safe, finally safe from the call of time. Oh! (laughs) The lights fade. That's awesome. What are you doing, Nancy? I think Nancy is going to approach Billy. Hey, um, look, I know you probably can't go to the thing tonight, but, uh, you want to bring your brother by my place? Watch a movie? Pop some Jiffy Poppers and whatever? Yeah, I guess that'd be okay. Cool. The game! Oh no! As if snapping from a trance, like just not necessarily completely understanding everything that happened in front of you, before you, uh, you realize that, yeah, maybe it's time for you to vacate the premises. And you start walking through the woods again towards the lights of your hometown, Lee. Uh, The snow has subsided and now is falling in delightful little flakes softly onto the ground. And you know that before the night is out, all the tracks that you've made will be gone. And if what you'd heard ran is to be believed, um, someone will be here to clean everything up very, very soon. You still hear the echoes of Jacob's voice in your head. You all kind of look at one another, wondering just what you're going to tell your folks, whether you're going to tell your folks, what you're going to do with what just happened. Um, But you know that the world has just gotten a little bit bigger for you all as you head back towards town and continue life in Lee, Massachusetts. It's great. It starts with an earthquake. <laughs> Can we add that to play? Like a, you know, like that what, is track the number 15, six. The on... 15 you know, seconds allowed for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to cover band to do it. It'll be fine. Yeah, there yeah, you go. Sure. There you go. So, um, everybody, that was Kids on Bikes. Thank you very much for listening to our actual play. Uh, we will be back next week with our post-game discussion where we talk about what we liked about the game and what we didn't like about the game, if anything. Uh, but for now, my name is Jay Africa, and I have been your host slash game master. You can find me on Twitter at Jay Africa, on Instagram at TransplantAsian, and on Facebook as Jay Africa. Feel free to um, send me a message or get in touch with me if you have any questions about the game. Um, and I hope you enjoyed uh, Kids on Bikes. I'll tell you what, let's go ahead and uh, reintroduce ourselves. Give yourselves a shout out. Uh, let's start with my right. Hey, I'm Jameson, GM Mace. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, this was a blast. Uh, make sure to like, follow, subscribe. Uh, the Games You Never Play podcast. We're on Twitter, Instagram. It's GWNP underscore pod. My name's Stephen Pope. You can find me online at StephenJPope22. You can also catch me streaming every Sunday on Save and Throw Show uh, starting at 
I think, 8 p.m. Pacific Standard. No, wait. 8 p.m. Uh, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard. Right. Mm. Time's up. Oh, time is so funny. Uh, this is Michael Holmes, semi-professional human. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at MRH underscore 3E or on Instagram at Michael on Holmes and see pictures of me gaming with the crew here and my adorable baby boy with a giant plush D20. He's so cute. It's ridiculous. Um, I am Jen Kretschmer. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram as at DreamWisp and on uh, Twitch as DreamWispJen. Uh, you also can find me on D&D Beyond's Heroes of the Veil vale, Wednesdays at 2pm. And this was awesome. Yeah. This was so Jay, much fun. Was, yeah, Jay, oh, it. Such a great game and such it. a great DMing. Um, so, once again, this is Games We Never Play. We'd like to send one last thank you to Geeky Tees in Burbank, California, where <laughs> yes. we are recording these episodes. So, stay tuned. We'll see you next week, and I hope you enjoyed the game. Bye. Bye. We're finally free.